Welcome back to Fantasy Baseball Disrupted with a comma in an uppercase capital D. Um, it is April 26th, 2022, I believe. I am walking my two dogs, Buddy Ray and Jake Jake. And um, I wanted to talk today about uh, the the best strategy I could possibly think of for a fantasy baseball head-to-head uh, categories league in which uh, the categories are um, generally, you know, the typical five-by-five. Five. Um, I think it would work even uh, if it was quality starts instead of wins, although uh, in saves and holds instead of just saves. Although if it is quality starts instead of wins, does reduce the um, strategy's effectiveness uh, just a touch. However, um, it, it really won't. It there aren't that many leaks, so here's the deal: you um, you are essentially going to try to uh, end up getting uh, the best lineup uh, possible. Just a whole bunch of. Um, you know, you're going hitter heavy, getting a whole bunch of elite hitters, um, preferably um, nine or, or ten elite hitters. Now, listen, this um, this might work in a category league. Yeah, it could work if you have a 15 hitter. Uh, in fact, this would work even more in a 15 hitter uh, league. Um, and so you're 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 asking yourself basically, oh, I got both dogs going both ways. Come on, buddy. You're asking yourself, well, how am I going to get, let's just say, nine or ten elite hitters? You know, at most, you could get in a regular draft three or four. Um, well, here, here's what you're going to do. And here's, here's how you would do it uh, before I thought of this strategy. Um, it, it's pretty simple. You would go hitter heavy, right? Your first, I don't know, six picks, seven picks, eight picks, maybe nine picks. You're going to go hitter heavy. Um, and then you would uh, go after pitching, and you'd probably have to sacrifice, um, you know, you're not going to get too many very good starters, so you'd have to go after elite relievers or something like that. Um, but here's what you're going to do. You're basically going to draft um, the best player available. Now, why is that okay? Buddy, come on. Uh, why is it okay to go best player available? Now, you can't just go by best ranking available. You need to go um, get the actual best player available in your own you know, ranking, including some upside plays, um, but, but not too much speculation. Uh, like, I, you know, I wouldn't be drafting Joe Adele or Julio Rodriguez. Um, so you're going to draft best player available and you might end up with, um, I sort of did that. I, I meant to go pitching heavy, but, um, in my first six rounds uh, in this one league, but, uh, the pitchers just weren't there. So I had to go hitters. Um, and here's what I ended up with. Um, uh, Brendan Rogers, you know, Carson Kelly, uh, Anthony Rizzo, Francisco Lindor, um, at third base, I got Rendon a little late, um, and some outfielders. I don't know. I got some Dee Schwarber, uh, Jesse Winker, and uh, Blackman, Charlie Blackman, who I traded. 
and uh, Nate Lowe, and Nate Lowe. I, and I think he, he was my uh, bench, uh, my utility. So, you know, not a great lineup. Um, and a little bit of speculation on Brendan Rodgers and Nate Lowe, um, excuse me, and Anthony Rizzo to that extent. But uh, I had elite pitching, and it was overkill. I had uh, Julio Urias, Hugh Darvish, um, Corbin Burns, Carlos Rodon, uh, Luis Castillo, who's going to be healthy in a little bit. Um, I think I had another. I had Kyle Wright, who I picked up early, who's now um, pretty much dominating. I had a Reed Detmers speculation pick. I think he's going to be pretty good. Um, you know, maybe a four ERA with lots of strikeouts. I think I'm even forgetting, like, one more pitcher. But, I, you know, I had, like, five of the top you know, 25 starting pitchers, and this is in a 16-team league, 16 or 15, uh, 16. So I had elite pitching. It it was too much. It was I, uh, it was going to be overkill. Um, and so I, distart, I uh, decided, Jakey, come on, let's go this way, buddy. I decided to, um, buddy, come on, come on, buddy. God, so tough. I decided to uh, trade off some pitching. And I got some good headers. I got, uh, you know, I traded away a lot of uh, pitching. I traded away more good pitching than I got good hitting. Buddy, come on. It's okay. Okay. Buddy wants to go back, Jakey. So I got, um, I traded away Corbin Burns and uh, somebody else, I don't know, uh, for Jesus Lazardo and, um, and Chris Bryant. So, bing. I had my uh, third outfielder. Got rid of Blackman. So now my outfield was Jesse Winker, Kyle Schwarber, and uh, Chris Bryant in Colorado. Okay, so I didn't have Cor- Corbin Burns, whatever. I still had five, six other very good pitchers, very good to elite pitchers. Um, then I traded you Darvish and Carlos Rodon for Alec Bohm and um, Cody Bellinger. All right, so now my, uh, my outfield is Cody Bellinger, Kyle Schwarber, um, Chris Bryant went the third. No, actually... My outfield is Cody Bellinger, Kyle Schwarber, Chris Bryan in Colorado, okay? Uh, Alec Bohm, who's now kind of ripping it up um, in a really bad batting seventh, but in a really good lineup um, at third base. Um, I traded Julio Urias for Max Muncy. Uh, and so now I have Anthony Rizzo, a resurgent Anthony Rizzo, lefty, stealing bases, hitting bombs in Yankee Stadium in the heart of a good order. Um, picked up Travis Darno. Second baseman is Max Muncy in an OBP league. Uh, my shortstop was always Francisco Lindor, who was having a great spring, and I thought would, uh, you know, I got him at like 70 or something for 80. Good bounce back. Third base is Alec Bohm. We'll see where that goes. Uh, that could be good, could not be good. Uh, but I have Chris Bryan as a backup third baseman. And... Uh, uh, but he's in the outfielder, and my outfielder is Cody Bellinger, Kyle Schwarber, and, um, and Chris Bryant in Colorado. Uh, and my utility is, I- I'm going to get to the strategy, okay? I just want you to see wh- how it developed. My utility is either Nate Lowe or uh, uh, Jesse Winker. Jesse Winker actually is not starting for me in the outfield. He's just... It's an OBP league. He still has a decent OBP, like 330 or something, but he's awful right now. Anyway, um, and my pitchers are still, so I, I, I easily have the best lineup in the league. And my pitchers are still Carlos Rodon, um, Nate Valdi. Oh, that's the other guy, Nate Valdi. 
Carlos Rodon, Nate Evaldi, who I think is underrated, Cal Wright, Jesus Luzardo, those two are kind of breaking out. Um, Reed Detmers. I have a fifth pitcher that's decent, and I still have Luis Castillo that's going to come back. Uh, Dylan Bundy, we'll see where that goes. And I feel like I do have a fifth pitcher I'm not talking about, but I'm fine with um, with my pitching. My pitching, I think, is still like top six. Or it's like the sixth or seventh best staff in the league out of 16. That's not bad for the friggin' elite lineup I had. So I said, what am I doing? Why don't I just go after saves plus holds, so in a regular league, saves, and peripherals, and trade my starters, who, who will always um, you know, fetch probably better hitters because pitching is at a premium. Elite, healthy starting pitching is at a premium. Um, they're risky assets anyway. You could invest, you know, first, second, third, fourth, fifth round type capital or resources or fab um, oh, I have Andrew Heaney on my uh, injured list too when he comes back. Fab on on them, but they could get hurt and they're they're done. You get half a season out of them. So, uh, you know that always made me want to draft more starting pitchers because they are so rare, and that did make sense to me. But um, it's starting to make uh, a little less sense with this strategy. I was always a pitcher heavy guy, even before it was popular. So. Um, now I'm saying, well, why don't I trade, if, can I trade Carlos Rodon for, you know, e- even like give up way too much. Like I'll trade Carlos Rodon and Nate Valdi, and you give me Jose Ramirez, okay? Now I got Jose Ramirez instead of, um, instead of, uh, instead of Alec Bohm. And we'll see where Alec Bohm goes. And if he continues to mash, I'll trade his ass for something better, Okay. But then I have Nate Evaldi, you know, for my pitchers, I'd be stuck with, you know, stuck with. Still pretty good pitchers. Nate Evaldi, no, I already, uh, yeah, I traded Rodon and Evaldi. I mean, that's total over, overkill, right? But uh, I would still have Jesus Luzardo, Kyle Wright, Andrew Heaney, Luis Castillo. So I'm thinking to myself, what if I traded two of those guys and Jesse Winker and... (laughs) Uh, you know, so let's say Jesus Luzardo, Kyle Wright, Jesse Winker, and Nate Lowe for guys who need a first and a outfielder for, I don't know, Mookie Betts or something. Would that get it done? I don't know. Uh, if Jesus Luzardo and Kyle Wright are still breaking out in three or four starts, like for each of them, uh, that might get it done because that they'd be two top 40 starting pitchers, um... Maybe even higher, who knows, but two top 40 starting pitchers. Um, you know, Jesse Winker's pretty good. But even even if that doesn't get it done, um, uh, I'll trade uh, Jesus Luzardo and Kyle Wright for, I don't know, maybe not, you know, a top 10 player in the outfield, but somebody that's better than Nate Lowe or Jesse Winker. Um, and you see where I'm going. I'm going to trade all of my starting pitching uh, chips, and I'm going to end up with this absurd offense that has Travis Darno, a resurgent Anthony Rizzo, um, you know, Max Muncy, uh, Francisco Lindor resurgent, um, you know, Jose Ramirez, and then Cody Bellinger, Kyle Schwarber, 
and whoever I can turn Cal Wright and Jesus Luzardo and Nate Lowe into, and then, you know, somebody, somebody very good, um, as my utility guy. So I have this basically unbeatable, like I won't lose too many weeks at all. Like I could see myself going 16 and four offensively, something like that. Um, and then you get all these crap ass guys, uh, who will get you, uh, you go after saves, holds, um, uh, or saves, saves and, um, and, uh, what's it called? What's it called? What's it called? What's it called? Whip and ERA. Um, and, uh, you can go about it a couple different ways. You can, if it's a shallow enough league, you can load up on two start pitchers, uh, with all your, uh, drops or fab or whatever. And it doesn't matter the quality because you're just going after wins and strikeouts and you're just trying to log innings. Um, and then on the other days you can go after, uh, your saves with a whole bunch of, uh, either partial closers or, um, you know, backup guys. Um, and they'll also help out your ratios a little bit. Um, but you could end up with 12 starts, you know, out of mediocre to bad to decent pitchers uh, because they're just waiver wire pickups uh, with a whole bunch of saves and or holds. Um, and you're competing in three to four categories. If it's a quality starts league, you're probably not competing in... Uh, four categories, probably just three out of five, with a whole bunch of roster spots, but um, very cheap, cheap, cheap roster spots. And you're still competing in 60% of the pitching categories and your offense is elite. So in other words, don't draft your lineup, okay? Uh, draft the best player available and then through trades, build your lineup. Now, why is this gonna work more um, and, and, and how fluid an asset, I'm just going to be outside for a little bit, all right? And how fluid an asset uh, are your starting pitchers um, to be able to trade for better hitters? Very, because starting pitching is always at a premium. Um, and so you couldn't really be guaranteed to do it the other way around without totally, totally overpaying. Um, because as it stands, I've, I've given you um, a scenario in which you actually, you know, I give, uh, for Carlos Rodon, who looks like the best pitcher in baseball right now and Nate Valdi, I get J Ram. That's an overpay. You're probably not going to have to overpay. If anything, it's the other way around. Um, someone trying to acquire a pitcher with hitters is probably going to have to do a two for one or, or overpay. So, um, it's a very, uh, uh, fluid, uh, what's the li li liquid, very liquidatable, um, assets, pitching, uh, more so than hitting. Um, just, you know, we all know why it's rarer. Uh, and so you're definitely going to be able to get this done. So there's no worry that if you don't have all your hitting positions drafted at the end of the draft, but you have a whole bunch of pitchers that you're not going to be able to get your hitters, um, at positions that you need. You'll be able to do it if you have two days before, uh, the start of the season to, to, put together some trades um, and entice some people to say, oh, yeah, I'll take, uh, you know, Max Scherzer and I'll give you uh, whatever hitter, you know, Cody Bellinger, whoever. Um, so that's that. You, you cannot put together a better fantasy baseball strategy in head-to-head -head categories leagues 
than that one. It's just not possible.